Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. Project Rook Podcast, your holistic and common sense pursuit of health and wellness. What's going on, good people? What is going on? It is September of the year 2018. What is it looking like for you? I can tell you what it's looking like for me. Now, I don't want to use, I don't like using the word struggle, right? But it is, um, it's, it's been a challenge for me the past few weeks and months. And if you've been listening, you kind of see a going theme, right? And this is, this is the tricky part. When you hit these spots, Right. Even the best of us will say we understand that when you're in the process of life or you're in the process of healing or you're in the process of success, whatever it is, that we understand that there are down times or we understand that there are times where you got to go all in and it may, it may be dark, it may be ugly, it may be trying. Right. The best of us, we, we say that we understand it. Right. However, the test, the test is when that lingers, right? When we, if, if you can go through it, you, you, those who have done a lot of mental work, right? You're kind of prepared. So it's not that it's easy for you. You've just gotten better. So you're prepared for that moment. But oh baby, the test is when you don't just come into that thing and come out of it. That thing lingers. It's like you in the lion's den for an extensive period of time. One, you don't really know why you're in it, right? These are just general thoughts that float in people's mind. Two, you reflect back to moments that you've been in it before and were able to pull yourself out. And so the mind kind of tricks you into thinking like, yo, what's really going on? Like, I, I'm supposed to be beyond, right? Some could say that's ego. So I, I'm supposed to be beyond this. I, I've passed and gone through things much greater, right? And when the time, especially if you're one of those people who get caught up in time, you just expect for things to transition, and when they don't transition in the way that you expect, oh man, the mental, the mental. Here, here, here's the deal with this whole thing, right? The pursuit of wellness, the pursuit of greatness, the pursuit of oneness, the pursuit of whatever you want to insert there, right? It is a constant process. 
and you determine how far and how deep you want to go. It's just that simple. You determine that, right? Some people are okay with where they are. They coast, right? They, they, they got a good little float going on. That's fine. I saw something somewhere, um, and maybe I was listening to something, and the question was posed, how, how do you wake up? How do you wake yourself up? Whether you are, um, you know, just asleep to the ways of the world, through your perspective, through limited knowledge, whatever it is, you know, spirituality, how do you wake yourself up? And the answer that was given was when you decide to. And that seems kind of simplistic, like, well, I mean, don't you think most people would decide to? No. Because every day you're deciding. See, we think that only when good things happen or things begin to move in a direction that are appealing, that that's when we're choosing. But essentially, you're choosing every day. We're all choosing, whether you like it or not. So I have struggled. Like, I don't know if I've ever gone into depth of what I envision for what I'm doing for Project Brooke, right? But it's so much more than what you see. Listen, health and wellness, man, that's a huge topic. You can Google, go on any social media outlet and find thousands of people doing health and wellness, talking health and wellness, whatever, right? It's nothing really quote-unquote unique about that but for me it's going beyond that right it's going beyond just telling people to eat well which we're going to talk about because eating well is important it's more than just telling people to work out which I want you to work out right We'll, we'll, we'll go into depth about that it's more than just you know telling people to have good thoughts Like, how do you truly transform yourself? How do you go beyond the earthly realm, right? To really elevate, to to begin to make worlds move to your will. So I say all that to say, things are beginning to come together, right? Because I've struggled as I've sat down and people reach out to me. And for those who've been reaching out to me, man, I would say I apologize, but I don't because I can't apologize for going through my own process right now. You just got to be patient or you got to, you know, find some other options. You know, that's just what it is. But as as people have reached out to me, I really sit down like, how, how do you really help? How do I really help? Like, how do I really assist how do I, you know, and as I'm going through this, I connect with the challenges that I've been having. And it's like the deeper that I want to help others, the deeper I got to help myself. The deeper I got to unearth my junk. You know, I don't care how much junk I might have already unearthed or, you know, to this point, there's still more. And I'm beginning to see how agonizing it can be. What it, essentially what I'm saying is 
is to give you a little perspective. There's something about experiencing things for yourself that helps you to better relate and understand, right? I can read a book. Hell, I read books every day. I can listen to the greatest of the greats, but there is nothing that replaces me being in the lion's den myself. Nothing. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know what the point of all of that was. Just kind of my own personal update as I, you know, seek to do what there is an urging and a drawing and a pulling for me to do it's just deeper. It's just what what I what I challenge you to do, what I tell you that's possible, I, I gotta start with me first. Like me, when at the end of this thing it says you are your greatest assignment. I am my greatest assignment. And it gets ugly. This is where most people tap out. Most people tap out when you start to see self. It is, ooh, ooh, like I saw, and we're going to talk about this, my goodness, the stupidity. Y'all know how I feel about religion, man, and, I, and I'm qualified to speak on it because I spent most of my life tied up in it, but it was, <laughs> it was this post I saw, <laughs> and it was talking about how, you know, Christians and their um criticism of yoga and why it was demonic and all this other nonsense but it's so funny that the way we've been groomed at anything that moves us closer to self is scary like if I even suggest to some really really religious people that only believe in praying to meditate to simply calm and still your mind right right the clutter and get to you, right? That's like, whoa, no, nah, ooh. Like if, if I suggest sound therapy and when you hear certain sounds and music that may not be culturally upset, accept, accepted or normal to you, it frightens you. That's the place. That's the place where I'm trying to get you to go. I'm trying to get you to go to the place where true transformation happens, not no surface type living. Can you do surface living? Yeah, people do it all the time. Most of us are. But there's another level. There's another level of living. There's another level of healing. There's another level of success that overrides what it is that we've been taught on a physical level. So this is something else that I've been thinking about. This is a topic I didn't know I was going to go so long on 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 that little rant there but something else i've been thinking about as i'm t- i'm just i'm just like the perfect guinea pig because i'm studying myself i can do that now but it's taking a process because now i've moved into the observer role so i'm able to see what scenarios cause me to act a certain way what emotions draw me to certain foods or or make me or or I shouldn't say make me but um what's the word I should use here um not encourage me but have a tendency to lead me so to speak to overeat and I've been watching myself and this gives me better insight as as I'm trying to help other people right And so when we talk about food, 
part of me, I've gotten so disgusted by just obsessive thinking by certain groups that is just turning me off. And if you've noticed, I haven't talked a lot about food recently because I it, it's just I have my thoughts and beliefs on what I believe is you know, good eating, good, good food, what would be the ideal diet, if we want to use that word. But I'm not down with this whole cult-like Nazi thinking about, no, we're missing a point here, guys. We're, we're, we're going, you're now, you're leaving one thing and becoming obsessed about another. You're just making a God out of food. That ain't what we're going for, right? Like everybody is obsessing about, even even the healthy, the, the so-called vegan, like there's no category you can put me in. I, I have what I practice and I believe in what I practice, but Anyway, that's a whole nother discussion. The point is, there's some recent insight that I got on myself as I've been trying to um, work my way through. And this is part of the problem. I was going to say work my way through this process. But when you're in the middle of the process, the focus is not to work your way through because you're just trying to get out of it. Right? You got to be okay with hitting a point where you just don't know. You, you don't know what direction you're going. You don't know how long you're going to be there. You don't know why it's not working. You don't know why it is working. Like, just just right there at that place just got to be okay. Right there in the midst of it. Like, I am where I have called myself to be, where I should be. Right here is good. And so I've noticed that certain times when my mind has been all over the place I want to eat I want to eat and I want to eat you know now there are certain things that I just don't eat they're just not on my list I have no interest and I'm just I don't eat so when I say I go off and I binge you know I'm eating you know I don't go off and eat Doritos and and Oreos those are just things that I wouldn't eat but it doesn't matter. It's the same thing that's going on to a certain degree, whether it's vegan pizza or French fries or um, even overeating salads. Even though it's a salad, I'm still overeating. And, and there's something going on, right? There's something going on underneath the surface to where I'm overeating. I'm comp- trying to overcompensate for something. This is the way I look at it. And I was like, dag, in the midst of all of this, right? When I start eating more, you know, quote unquote, junk vegan food, um, not not like them fake vegan burgers and vegan meat, that little fake meat. Now, I can't do that. But <laughs> again, doesn't matter. The point is still the same, right? It brought me back to... The moments that I've had most clarity are the moments when I've eaten the best. And I'm like, damn, in the midst of all of this, we we go back to square one. So the point today is just about how food sets the tone for everything. We can say it doesn't matter, but it does. What you put in your body 
and how your body responds to what you put in your body. Yes, it affects your mood. I don't even need to tell you that. You already know that certain things that you eat make you tired, make you sluggish. You know that. We don't, we don't need to pull a, a, a science, a scientific study. We don't need to pull a, you know, journal. We don't need to pull anything to know, okay, when I eat certain things, my body responds a certain way. When I give children in the morning Capri Suns along with um, some fruit snacks, them little jokers be bouncing off the wall. They can't concentrate. They can't focus is simple it's so simple we are overthinking everything but it's simple if we can start and that and that's what i've been thinking about like if i could put in three steps the three steps that you should focus on right when it comes to transforming your health and that would be and i came up with three f's right that would be food because it got to be what you're putting in, what you're putting in your vessel. Okay, would you put, let's say you're low on gas. Would you go in your kitchen and get some vegetable oil and put it in your gas tank? Why? Well, Rook, that's stupid. Why? If it don't matter. If it doesn't matter what you put in, all right, your car and your vehicle is a machine. We could argue that you are a machine. Your body is your vehicle. If it doesn't matter what you put in your body, then it shouldn't matter what you put in a lawnmower. It shouldn't matter what you put in a car. It shouldn't matter what you put um, in your gas tank. It shouldn't matter. It's a, it's a liquid. It's a gas. It's an oil. Or, hey, put the oil not in your gas tank, right? You put it in your, um, you replace your oil. When you go get your oil changed, just put some vegetable oil in there. Put some soybean or, you know, get you some coconut oil. Does it matter? Of course it matters. Like, why are we overcomplicating? It matters what you put in your body. It affects your mood. It affects your thoughts. Depending on the ingredients, we have the results. Certain things are neurotoxins. So it affects your nervous system. It affects your brain. Right? Those affect everything else in your body. This is common sense, people. This is common sense. Common sense should be, if I give you two options, right? I give you an option of, and let's just go drastic, right? Burger. I'm not even talking about cutting nothing. Let's just keep it burger. If I give you two options, I give you one that you bought out of the store or that was, you know, in some sort of package or you got it from some sort of uh, fast food restaurant. And that joker has 20 ingredients in it. All sorts of things that you can't pronounce. And then I give you another option. It's a burger. You bought fresh ground beef. You put some salt, pepper, onion, garlic, whatever you like. What? what, what which one did... Which one would you choose? Which one makes more sense? I'm asking you to look at the things that make sense. That, that, that That's all we're doing here. So that first F is food. What you put in is important. Secondly is focus. It's focus. And the food is going to lead right into the focus. The food is going to lead... 
all of you people talking about you depressed, look, that's a whole other, it's a whole other episode by itself. But if you think for one second, if you think for one second that what you're eating and how you're eating is not impacting your mood and the hormones in your body, whether you are producing too much or too little, you're out of your mind. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And any in in for anyone who will go and seek a any sort of mental health professional and they don't bring up food and they don't bring up what you're eating and how you're eating, yeah, you should run. You should run. If they don't suggest, make any suggestion that the, the food that you're eating has an impact on your mood, your thoughts, right? But they can quickly pull out a pad and write you a prescription for a drug with even more ingredients that you're unaware of. That's a problem. That's a problem. So the food sets the tone. I want to say, all right, I've said this before. If you was to give me the choice, if you give me the option, right, food, all right, what you eat and what you think. Yes. I would say how you think overrides all. It all starts in the mind. This is why you see people who have eaten like hell for many, many years. And they're just fine. They're just fine. Now, some could say, well, that's just genetics. I disagree. Partially, but, but not significantly. Because it is your thoughts. And a lot of these people you see live happy lives. They ain't stressed to death. Right. They ain't overworking themselves to death. Right. They're not on a constant alert. They feel good. And that ability at the mental and and non-physical level. Oh, yes, it can supersede. It can supersede the, the, the physical without question. However, from my own experience, when I was really ready to shift. Right. My shift uh when was this i don't know four years ago five years ago when i really i felt the urging to shift but i couldn't make sense of it i i I couldn't put it together right I, i was still very much into religion and it was so much so many things that were conflicting and I just didn't know exactly what direction to go in. I felt like I was at a crossroad with many other crossroads, right? It was the moment. I went on a fad. It's really not a fast because fasting is not eating. Well, they call it a Daniel fast, but it's a Daniel diet is what they should call it. When you just eat fruits and vegetables, you don't eat any, you know, meat, bread, soda. um, What else? Soy butter any of that just just you know fruits and vegetables it was the moment that i began to change what i was putting in my body that something happened it like it cleared up there was a fogginess it was it was foggy i couldn't i was seeing a little bit i was getting little speckles but once i started to clean up my body and what i was putting in it and it, and, it, and it got deeper the more that I, you know, once I moved from just changing my diet to being, beginning to cleanse 
where I'm adding in some herbs to help me flush some things out. I'm doing some intermediate fasting, giving my digestive system a break, which allows my body to cleanse. Cause that's what happened, baby. When you ain't eating, we cleansing. When we eating, the energy is going to digesting food. That is a energy exhaustive process, right? But when I started to do that, things began to open up. So while I, I, I really believe mentally, if you can get there mentally, you can override everything. But most of us can't start there. Not No, you need some assistance. And if you would clear out the clutter or, or that which is causing the clutter, the gates begin to open. I'm telling you, why do you think in every religious practice you see some aspect of fasting? Every religious practice you see some aspect of abstaining. It, it is discipline and uh, I don't want to say restricting, but taming the physical, right? When you get into a habit, for so long, the body becomes the mind. It begins to move and act and respond on its own without you consciously really having to do anything. It's almost like when you try to remember a um a phone number, you can't remember it. You're just like, damn, I can't remember the number. But you put the phone pad in front of you and somehow your fingers just move right to it. <laughs> that, that's how that's how this works. So I find it interesting. This is why I don't really take many religious people seriously because you don't even practice half of the things that that you that are supposedly the tenets that you live by. That alone, if everybody would implement some sort of fasting practice, and it don't have to be anything dramatic. I ain't telling you to go like I had. Let me let me stop here because. Y'all may be tired. And I really do be seriously thinking of like like how I can help people. Sometimes I just be like, F it. Like, you know what? I don't know. Maybe I can't help. But I know there's some BS. I know there's some BS. That's just me having a moment. But <laughs> I really be thinking like how I can help people because I had somebody who they haven't been able to follow any single thing that I've given them. Like I ask you to restrict your, your diet, right, to give me four weeks. And I'm thinking about putting this program together. I'm really pretty – I'm thinking about doing a coaching program for four weeks. Um, but I'm going to have to have a screening process because everybody mentally ain't ready. And it's two things that's going to be required. You got to believe in your own ability to help yourself then you got to believe in my ability to help you. If you can't get those two basic things covered, I can't help you. Because what you're going to do is you're going to half-ass it, right? You're not going to follow instructions. Then you're not going to get the results you want or you're going to get some 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 adverse results. And then you're going to try to blame me <laughs> or try to blame the, the process. No. So anyway... This person hadn't been able to follow anything. Like, I just ask you to go to give your body a break, right? And <laughs> water, I need you water. I need you fruits and vegetables. They don't have to be raw, but that's what I need. We're cleansing, right? Give me four weeks. 
Anyway, this has been going on for, I don't know, a year, right? And they get an exception just because, you know, they, they, they're on a special list. So I give them, I, I work with them just because, right? They family. So, you know, whatever. Now, typically it just be, I just cut you off, but <laughs> there are some exceptions. So anyway, they came and was like, yeah, I'm going to do, you know, a 30 day water fast. Nigga, what? <laughs> First, it was like seven-day water fast. And I was like, oh, okay. So you didn't follow any of what I suggested. Even the cleanses that I gave you, you didn't finish them. And then we're going to do seven days all water. They was like, no, you being negative, you being negative. I was like, you know what, you're right. You are absolutely right. I'm, I'm actually going against my own words. I am being negative. If you believe that that is what you can do and that you are called to do in this moment, go for it. I mean, you know, go for it. Even if you can only last a day. And that, that's, that's good. But the point is, that ain't necessary. <laughs> that ain't, why, why are you trying to, first of all, I don't care if you, first of all, let me tell you this. Let me just put this disclaimer here. Do not attempt to do no 30-day water fast if you don't even, you haven't even mastered eating well. You can't even cut sugar without throwing yourself into a, a, a detox where you have headaches and you feeling weak and fatigued. Like, come on, come. You are not going to reverse 30 years in 30 days. That doesn't make sense. On a serious note, it can be dangerous, you dumbass, because what you have to understand is that when you begin to cleanse, and essentially the other side of the table wants you to believe that you're just you're just dying, you know, you abstain from eating and you're just dying. But most of you are overweight, nigga, you ain't dying. Okay, be clear. You got a you got a big ass reserve, so you ain't dying. What is happening is that there are no obstructions. You've removed all obstructions in the body. There is no more energy going to anything other than flushing your system. So when you do that, you got to think of everything that you've ever done over the years because the body makes certain deposits. Its job is to keep you alive. So if it can't process things um, all at once, it will move things, right? That's essentially what cellulite and, and fat is, is waste deposits. So when you begin to put yourself in a position to where the body is going to cleanse those things, you got to think about every prescription drug you've ever taken, every regular drug, alcohol, chemicals you've come in contact with, you can begin to unearth some things that your eliminative organs are not prepared to deal with all at once. So here we go with the extreme stuff. Let's start with the basics. Let's just master eating real food. That's it. That's it. Real food. Can you eat? food that has not been processed that has not come out of a box that has not come out of a bag and drink water 
That's it. Let's start there. Down the line, you know, I, there are people who I know who have successfully done water fasts for, I don't even know why I'm still harping on this, but we'll go with it. But I know that they've they've done it for, the person that I know have done it the longest, I think they did get 40 days. I think they did. And at one point I wanted to share stories like that, but I can't because some of you don't use good sense. And you don't take into account all of what that person has been doing up until the point that they started. Hell, the longest that I've done, let's see, I haven't even done seven days. I'm pretty sure I can. I just haven't. No doubt in my mind I can do seven days. The most I've done is three days. Um, But let's keep it simple. Let's not overthink it. Let's not go extreme, right? Let's use wisdom. I'm watching this guy on Instagram that I follow who was a fruitarian. And I know other other fruitarians. So the idea that you can't live on simply all fruit is just not a fact. All right. It's just not a fact. Whether you disagree with it, whether it doesn't make sense with you, doesn't matter. But, you know, he's going into this whole drawn out thing. And he was overly just obsessive about this thing he was taking it over the top and he was doing multiple you know enemas a day all sorts of stuff and his health went to hell i mean and now he's gone back on the opposite side and he now he's like a, a total carnivore all he's eating is meat and like eggs and butter and cre- listen man listen wisdom use wisdom and all this is when I say common sense that's what I'm talking about I'm talking about wisdom there are certain points of time that you're going to be you can find something that supports every argument on this earth literally even when it comes to studies so how you know how you know it's so confusing that's when you got to know you you got to be the final determining factor that says okay you know what I'm no I, I I'm I'm not gonna go with that this, this is too much. This doesn't make sense. Similar to what I did last August. If you go back through the podcast and um, there is a episode, when to know, how to know when to stop a cleanse. I was doing a 30 day great fast, right? And I want to repeat it because without question, man, you know, I've just, my body has continued to improve and get better, but and balance, you know, balance itself out. But that was last August. And when I did it, my gut has been my main issue, which is a lot of people's issues. You start talking malabsorption, whether you find yourself deficient on when you go to the doctor and they're like, you're low in this mineral and and this um, vitamin. More often than not, baby, you got some malabsorption issues going on, which link back to the gut. You got to get the gut in balance. You can take in all the supplements you want. But if your body isn't absorbing and utilizing what you absorb, doesn't matter. Do you really think, and I'm not talking about the worst of the worst eaters, right? Think about where you're eating. You mean to tell me you ain't getting any of those nutrients in? Come on now. Of course you are. Your body is just not absorbing those nutrients. It's not properly utilizing those nutrients. You got to fix that. So, um... Yeah, I don't know how we got off on that, but <laughs> let's bring it back. So we were talking food, okay? We were just talking about how how to really, like three simple steps, how to really set, 
set the tone. Well, essentially the food, and that, that's the main takeaway I want you to get is how the food sets the tone for your thoughts and your behavior, right? Without question. But if you just have to, to have three takeaways, how can I get my health together, right? You start with the food. The food and cleaning the body is what's going to lead to the cleaning of the mind, right? When you begin to clean that mind, ooh, things become alive. It's, your eyes begin to open in ways that, that you haven't noticed that they were open. Maybe, but in all your life. And lastly, it's the feeling. The feeling is that connection. Essentially, all of these pieces come back to the same thing. Really, it repeats over and over. Mind, body, spirit. The thinking, the doing, the being. And the feeling part is the simple being. Those things lead to that. You, you must become what it is that, you know, you are seeking. And it, 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 it takes time for most people. It's, it's a transformational process. But it's just being present and being aware. It's not about beating yourself up and, damn, I'm still doing this. And, damn, I'm still eating this. Man, I can't get it together. No, the feeling is just about being aware. Begin to see yourself. Wow, this is what's going on with me. This is when I respond and how I respond. This, These are my triggers. Instead of telling, putting up notices on social media for people not to do certain things to trigger you, you need to figure out why. What is going on on the inside where I can read something from someone I don't even know and it takes me on an emotional whirlwind for the rest of the day or week or hell, month. Right? You being triggered is not the problem of the trigger-er. It's your problem. Well, people should do things to make me comfortable. F you. Ain't nobody keeping no damn spreadsheet, no Rolodex of what makes you comfortable. That's your problem. If everything makes you uncomfortable or or if you are encountering scenarios that make you uncomfortable, that's a teaching moment. Why is this making me uncomfortable? What is going on with me? That is allowing this to make me feel this way. What is this trying to show me? And those are the pieces that lead you there. What you put in your mouth, in your body, right? Influences your thoughts. And that influences your being. And those are the keys. So, (sighs) you can test the theory if you want to know. Do you want to know what, may, what what foods have you feeling well and what foods don't? You test the theory. But if you have ailments going on, you don't have another choice, ma'am or sir. You don't have another choice. I just spoke to someone the other day. I spoke to them a month ago. Uh, let's see, August, September. No, that may have been July. I don't know, maybe two months ago. I spoke to them two months ago, and they were starting to have little, you know, little splotches on their body, right? I said, it's only going to get worse. It's it's only going to get worse. You've been telling me over the year different little things that's been happening, right? It's only going to get worse. Well, lo and behold, it's gotten worse, right? Body's breaking out, thinning hair. These are all signs. Stop 
trying to take possession of some name that some doctor gave you that they made up some condition. It is your body giving you signs. When you have things breaking out on your body, why? Why? Where is it coming from? Right? You have eliminative organs, your bulls. You have your bowels, your urinary, which your kidneys. You have your liver, your lungs, and your skin. Your skin is the largest eliminative organ. When a body is overloaded and is unable to properly process through those other channels, you're going to see it released through the skin. So if you have skin conditions, we know we have eliminative issues. We know we have a lymph system that is not moving and eliminating as properly as it should. What must one do? One must eliminate the obstructions or eliminate that which is causing the obstructions. Now, for this person, a lot of it is mental. Now, don't no now without question. Now, a lot of it is 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 food based and physical based too. But we gotta go so deep into the mental, the stress. I can't impress upon you enough that you have no business engaging yourself in the nonsense that is going on in media and social media every day. Ain't your concern. We don't care. You don't ha- you can't afford to have no opinion. Right? You're working yourself up. You're stressed out about things that don't matter. You healing, man, please. Your body don't have no energy left for healing, right? Once it fights through you eating all day and it's just working, digestion all day, all day, all day, all day. Then what you're watching and the conversations that you're having on top of it, man, it's a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose. I'm just telling you this statement that I heard, you know, a few years back and it really, and this is, this is why I got to remind myself that, you know, what you're doing does matter, right? Because you never know one sentence can can be the trigger for somebody. One sentence can be the jolt that's like, whoa, it can. So it was about a year ago, and I remember Dr. Claude Anderson, and he was talking about politics, and he said, poor folks have no business engaged in politics. Politics are for rich folks, people with money. He said, poor folks have other priorities that they need to focus on first before they get to that and I don't know why that just stuck with me it just made so it was like damn it just made so much sense and I'm telling you sick folk right you have no business engaged in politics or any of the other fake social justice bs that's going on we don't care what Nike is doing. We don't care what the NFL is doing. We don't care what Trump is doing. It's not our business. And until you figure out how to isolate yourself from BS, you're going to have a tough, tough journey. And you're going to see that you might just add in some salads. But you ain't going to see no drastic change in your health. Because you're inundated with 
nonsense. Nonsense. And you got to create a new space in your mind. You got to create some new energy in your body. And you cannot do that backtracking on the same nonsense and this is what i'll say for those who say well you know we got to do something and you know you talk that but we yada yada all i'm gonna say is this what has it done for you so far other than temporarily make you feel good you know because in a week and not even a week two days later you're on to something else on to another topic what has it done what has it done for you did it help your diabetes did it help you lose weight did it help you have blood pressure? What about your fibroids? What about your enlarged prostate? What about your thinning hair? What about your acne on your back? Did it help any of that? Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, if you find some usefulness of it, then keep doing it and see how it work out for you. Just keep doing it. Don't listen to what I say. Test it out for yourself. See how, what is it bringing you or any of the people who who you see? That's something else you should watch. You got plenty of examples. Watch the other people who are down with the same things you're down with, talking about the same things, obsessed about the same things, having the same damn conversations at the cookout, at the barbershop, at the nail shop, at the hair salon. Well, not at the nail shop because them people ain't talking to you. But you get a drift. Food, food, baby. Food can shift the game for you. Your focus can shift the game for you. Your feeling, you being able to feel and be aware of what it is you're doing and why can change the game for you. It can improve your thoughts. It can improve your behavior. That's the key, people. I'm a witness. That's all I got, good people. Until next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Rook Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.